to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. I am your host, Robert Weathers, and as you know, we here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced and underproduced, and we also love 10-minute plays. And we have a good one for you here tonight, a play called The Other Woman. Ooh. And of course... Uh, it will not just be me here reading the play to you, but we have a pool of talented actors here in Williamsburg, Virginia, and we have three joining us here tonight. And we're going to start with none other than Ed Whitaker. Hey, Ed, welcome. Ed, I got a question for you. Uh, we're reading the play called The Other Woman, and I'm wondering, have you ever had an awkward first encounter? <laughs> uh, do I have to answer that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yes is fine. Or, I, I'm assuming the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you, so, so how do you normally handle something like, if something's really awkward, just right up front? I mean, how do you normally handle that? Do you just plow through or try to say something funny? Are you talking about now or in my early, you know, youth or things like Which that? Whichever one's funnier, Ed. Just answer that question. <laughs> uh, plow through. Yeah. Actually. It's great if you can be, you know. I like to be transparent about like, oh, this is awkward. Yeah, right, I, you know. yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm Meisner trained, so I'm not above pointing out the obvious. <laughs> right. <laughs> Point out the obvious. I think that works. Really awesome. Well. well, we're glad to have you here, Ed. And right next to Ed is Sharon Hollins. Hi, Sharon. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Sharon that you've had an awkward encounter before. Oh yeah. So do you plow through like Ed, or do you try and? I think I'm usually the one causing the awkward. Oh, is that right? So, you know, sometimes I don't even realize how awkward it is. I just... Is that sort of like being on a uh, train full of Patriots fans when you're just trying to get to the airport? Kind of like that. they're all going to the Patriots uh, parade? Kind of like that, yes. <laughs> just trying to get to the airport. <laughs> well, this silence is awkward. I'm going to move on. <laughs> and welcome Liz Thomas. Hi, Liz. <laughs> I, Liz, I can only assume that you are the sort of person, when things get awkward, you just keep going. Why do you assume? Do you have any pictures of your cats, Liz? Yes! Oh, do you want to see a few? That's see? what Liz does. She pulls out pictures. Just pulls That's out the true. cat. That's right. When in doubt, fuzzy <laughs> animals. Cats. cats, otters, more otters. Otters. There's otters. Yeah, otters are awesome. Especially river otters. They're yeah. pretty great. Hey, no. hey, 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 hey. Okay, then we go back to cats. See? Options. It's fine. <laughs> Aren't you glad... <laughs> <laughs> that you, asked that you me that are question? listening to this. <laughs> so we're going to move on from this. Uh, tonight, we're, like I said earlier, we're going to read a play called The Other Woman by Judy Class. And the three of you guys have been so kind to volunteer and come and read the play here tonight. So if you are listening at home or in your car, wherever you are, the fact remains the same. This is a cold read. These actors have not laid eyes upon the script before. As a matter of fact, they don't even know who they're playing. So I am going to assign the roles now. Ed, you may have figured out by this point that you are going to be reading Trent. Okie dokie. Uh, in the Dramatis Personae, Trent sees himself as very sensitive. Uh, and, uh, oh, he's, oh, I'm sorry, there's more. He's emotionally keyed up. And later, he's bewildered and irritated. Uh, Sharon, would you be so kind as to read Lisa? Lisa is calm, blunt, and self-possessed. And Liz, would you be so kind as to please read Danielle? A little more delicate and elegant than Lisa, but more down-to-earth than Trent. I will read the stage direction, so ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, The Other Woman, a play in one act by Judy Class. 
We've read the cast of characters already. The setting is Trent's living room. Trent's apartment in the middle of the afternoon. Trent is in his 30s, talking to Lisa, who is a few years younger. Good-humored, straightforward, not glamorous. I've been wrestling with this. It's been gnawing away at me. Calm down. You're telling me to calm down? Yes. You're projecting? What? You're feeling hysterical right now. You're, you're, you're nervous. You're, you're, you're upset. You're vulnerable. You're full of rage and confusion, and you're projecting it onto me. Oh, I'm the one who's doing that. Yes, of course. It's perfectly understandable. And any vicious thing you say to me now, I deserve. Any outburst or even physical attack, I'll have brought upon myself. Calm down. Stop saying that! Does she know? Know what? Why she's coming here. Does she know you're screwing someone besides her? I... I told her to come by because there was something serious I wanted to talk to her about. No, I don't think she knows about you. Okay, so maybe she's not a skank like you. But don't judge her too hard, however she reacts. I'm not. I'm trying not to judge her at all. I never meant to hurt you. You're a sweet, good person, and I never wanted to see you brought down this way. Trent. Yes? Calm down. Knock at the door. I bet that's her. Um, would you... Would you wait in the next room? Why? So that... So that I can prepare her. Oh, God, how melodramatic can you possibly be? <laughs> hey, Trent, you in there? In a minute. I'm coming. Please, just go wait in the next room. <sighs> Whatever. She exits to the next room. Trent opens the front door and Danielle enters. She's a bit more stylish than Lisa. Hey, sorry to keep you waiting. And sorry it's such a mess around here. Uh, no more than usual. So, uh, what's up? Baby... I think you better sit down. I'm good. I'll stand. I've got to get to the mall before the music store closes, actually. No, but this is serious. Trent, if you need me to lend you money, I'm telling you I'm pretty broke these days. I'm not asking for money. That's not what this is about. Okay, but I'm just saying, if you could even start paying me back some of the money from last month... God, what a loser. Who was that? It's no one. I, I mean... That's what I need to talk to you about. Oh, for Christ's sake, Trent, just tell her. Danielle? Lisa? They embrace. Oh my god, oh my god, what a nice surprise! That is so sweet of you to set this up to surprise me, but how did you know I knew Lisa? You know Lisa? Cut it out. She must have told you. We were like part of the same midnight pizza gossip clutch in college. Cold pizza and warm beer. The, the recipe, recipe for, for happiness. happiness. <laughs> laughing and hugging each other. Trent is lost. Do you live here now? Yeah, I moved to town like a couple of months ago. Do you still see anybody? Oh, I talk to Vicky and Rose sometimes. Oh. And I get Rose's stupid email <laughs> jokes and chain letters. Yeah, I get those too. I didn't realize your email address was on the list. It's a new address. What? What is this? What's wrong? You set this up. Uh, not exactly. Danielle, I, I don't know how you're going to take this. Lisa puts a hand on Danielle's arm. Um, Trent's been screwing around behind your back. What? It, is, is that true? I'm so sorry, Danielle. With who? With me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just found out about it today. I mean, I've had a sense for weeks that he was shady, that something was up, but I didn't, I didn't know for sure. And I had no idea it was you. Oh my. 
<laughs> oh my god I'm, I'm glad to see you again but obviously not under these circumstances and, and I, i'm out there's no fight here he's all yours if you want him how did you meet uh i'm abd still doing research mm-hmm. trying to work on that dissertation and i'm waitressing trying to pay off the loans he started coming into the restaurant tipping big once we got involved though he was hitting me up for money like you sounds like now look you don't have to be so bitter what i'm not bitter i'm just telling her Anyhow, it, it was just fun for me. I, I hadn't gotten laid in a while. He didn't mean anything to me. Lisa! But, and if you can get past the ick factor at some point, I, I'd really like to just hang out again. I, I don't have many friends here. Let me give you my card. Uh, why were you sleeping with my friend? It just happened. <laughs> are, are, are you doing this with other people? Should I go to a gyno and get tested for diseases? Uh, I'm clean for... I was before I met him. There's no one else. Honest. Honest? What does that word mean to you? You know, he's weak and a liar, but he probably means well. I knew he was weak. I knew he sponged money. I didn't know he was a liar. No suspicions? Maybe. And this is weird because, you know, at college, a couple of my boyfriends kind of had the hots for you. (laughs) I mean... Why would you be chasing me when you got her? I mean, she's class and elegance and a bag of chips. Lisa, cut it out. I'm totally serious. You gave the dorm style and pizzazz while the rest of us were lying around in sweatpants and oversized t-shirts. You okay? I think so. You can do better, Danielle. <sighs> I mean, I was already getting ready to, ready to ditch the dirt bag because I think I can do better. In fact, I know I can. And if I can, <laughs> then it's a no-brainer that you... Lisa, just... Calm down. I'm perfectly calm, Trent. Is this not how you thought this would go? What was your fantasy of this encounter like? Were we both supposed to start crying or start clawing each other to pieces in a great big cat fight? I didn't have any expectations. I was just being honest. Were you hoping that somehow, some way, we'd start making out in front of you and the three of us would end up in bed together? Oh, God. He does talk about that. How he thinks it would be interesting to explore a three-way. Seriously? I mean, you know I love you, Danielle, but I think I'd rather just hit a bar with you instead. You want to have a word with him alone? That's okay. I can say it in front of you. Trent, listen, I knew you were kind of shallow and callow and not quite what I'd hoped to find. But I was talking myself into... I I hoped that, you know, the relationship would go deeper and you'd start to go a little deeper. And I don't think that's possible now. Don't listen to her. Don't let her get in the way of what we have. I didn't. You did. You go, girl. Where are you living these days? In the little river village complex. Yeah. Yeah. He told me he knew this introspective musician who lived there. I guess that would be me. What do you need at the music store? Clarinet reads. (laughs) Some things don't change. When Do you get to hear his pompous lectures on what music should be in the modern world, even with all the instruments you play? Uh, yeah. I, yes, I have, actually. What the hell is going on here? Looks like we're leaving. To make fun of me and bitch about me behind my back? Well, to care, no, compare notes on you a little, I guess. But we got other stuff to catch up on. Danielle! Thank you, Trent, for giving me back an old friend. And for not wasting more of my time. You ever been to the Black Crow Bar? No, is it good? Well, cheap red wine and not too smoky. As they head out to the door, Trent angry calls after them. 
go rot in hell. Both of you. Calm down, Trent. Lights out. All right. (laughs) So we are now going to move on to the part of the show where we have a brief discussion about the play that we just read. And I think, Ed, I want to start with you. What are your first impressions of the play? Uh, This can be something as simple as I liked it, I didn't like it. Anything that stood out to you? Um, huh. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was cute. I thought it was, uh, you know, I had fun with it. I'm not sure yet. I'm still thinking about it. Uh huh. <laughs> I kind of get the I kind of get the impression that this would be a play if you did an evening of ten minute plays. This would be a perfect play after a super depressing yeah. uh, ten minute yeah. you know yeah. death play. Right. <laughs> In yeah. other words, exactly. the kind of play that I probably would write. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one day I will share my ten minute plays with y'all, but not this day. <laughs> uh, Sharon, what are your first impressions? I liked it. Um, I don't know. I, I, this this one, I mean, I've, I've read quite a few 10-minute plays, and this one wasn't, this one seemed a little more complete in 10 minutes than some of them do. Uh-huh. I agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I often find 10 minutes is not enough for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. You hear that, Trent? <laughs> Liz, what are your first thoughts? That was just creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, I, I I like to see a little more depth to Trent, actually. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, I think it would actually make you know Lisa and Danielle walking out at the end uh, a little even more victorious if Trent actually was, if if you could somehow sympathize with him a little bit. Um, right now he's just basically a scumbag, you know. Uh-huh. Bless yeah. his heart. But That's I, you know, it's just, pretty clear too it, right it away, is. isn't it? Yeah, and but to actually have a little bit of sympathy, if you can find sympathy, maybe have him a little more torn or something. Perhaps or... I'm not quite sure. Um, like the idea of, I mean, we know for Lisa, right? It was like, well, I haven't had sex in a while. You're decent looking. Do 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 do. Or <laughs> <laughs> that sound effect was. Um, that was great, Liz. Thank you. Uh, sound effects who shall not be named. Do you need to use that for Foley later? <laughs> You're welcome, world. But I mean, but surely it's. I wonder um, what that would do. Actually, I in in my mind, it would make it even a little bit more victorious. Of I don't know if victorious is actually even in the right word, but it, it would be for me stronger if Trent was a little more likable. That when Lisa and Danielle finally like, you know what? Yeah, you're likable, but you're also kind of a scumbag. So, mm. bye. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think maybe you're right. I think he does yeah. have to be a little bit more charming, or just else. a little more fleshed out. Okay, which is, tra- which is more right. charming. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which yeah, I think is easy to do. In, in, which I wonder yeah. if, can, you know, in terms of if we if we read it again, could that? I wonder if the actor, like, if I could bring that out in that in those lines. You know, I, I don't know. know. It's an interesting that, thing. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we started uh, off at a pretty quick clip, which is generally, yes. generally speaking, in these cold reads, a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but if he was a little more thoughtful in those first few lines, maybe so. His description, though, again, is sees himself yes, is very sensitive. Right, exactly. But how sensitive he actually is to like other people's he's feelings. Superficial, and you know, and, and so he he doesn't realize he's superficial about it. So that's part of the thing that makes. But you're, I think, it's an excellent point that I, one of the things maybe I didn't, I was trying to wrestle with was I'm not sure I really like Trent, you know, uh-huh. as a, as an actor, um, but. You know. Well, and, and it does kind of raise the question, too, of what is the purpose of inviting Danielle over? Is it to break up with her? Is it, you know, is it like Lisa, I think it was 
me that said most of it um but like lisa says at the end you know what were, what were you hoping for here what was yeah. the outcome you were hoping yeah. for? is it for lisa's it... not invested in this relationship either yeah that makes her kind of a dick <laughs> um, yeah the, yeah you know the, i don't the, yeah yeah well you know he uh early on i think trent says he's trying to do the right thing or i'm trying to uh, I'm trying to do what's right. Uh, his first line is, I've been wrestling with this. It's gnawing away at me. Um, but I wonder, you know, does he, does he really think he's doing the right thing? And I think that's the question, Sharon, that you're, that you're asking right there. You know, does he think he's doing the right thing? What's his real motive here? But then he doesn't take the opportunity to jump in and take control of that once these Definitely ladies not. are talking about stuff. I mean, he, I mean, I'm getting the impression that he's just kind of sitting in the back and, and reacting as opposing yeah. to trying to do anything. Now, is that part of his character? The go you know, rotten hell thing? I mean, it's like, is that really the right thing, honey bunny? You yeah, know? well, yeah. of course not. It's a last-ditch effort. But, yeah. You know. Ooh! Shaking his fist. <laughs> like, I'll get you. You, 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 you dirty rat. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I think uh, at the very end there with the with the go rod in hell and uh, Lisa calling back to him, calm down, Trent. I think that with uh, with just a little more attention to those calm downs yeah. uh, during the play, that could be really funny and a nice button mm -hmm. on the end of this. Yeah. I'm almost picturing though, like the the sequel to the other woman, or the the second act to the other woman, Trent's Revenge. You, you, <laughs> just running around shaking its fist. Very effective, Trent. Very effective. Yeah. See, I was I was going more for the end of the Lemon Tree episode of The Simpsons, where uh, the the guy from Shelbyville and his son are both shaking their fists you. at them as they drive away. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And if copyright, uh, we know Moore. nothing about The Simpsons. What is that? No, no. Although, if The Simpsons would like to sponsor our podcast, you may we send do. me an email at robert.hanglossian.org. We love you. What? Yeah. Well, uh, guys, that was awesome. Thank you so much for your input and our conversation and, of course, uh, sharing your talents with us. I want to make sure we thank Judy Class for her play, The Other Woman. <laughs> And thank you to Ed Whitaker, Sharon Hollins, Liz Thomas, and the sound techs who shall not be named. Yay! Yay. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to get a brand new 10-minute play every two weeks, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you would like to uh, follow us on Facebook, we are on Facebook at the Best of All Possible Podcast. You can also like Panglossian Productions on Facebook. And if you want to know what's going on with our season, you can visit us at www.panglossian.org. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye! <laughs>